And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by the man himself, Mr. Gerard Jr., Liverpool FC, Liverpool Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Kennedy, what is going on today? What a week it has oh, been! Yeah, it's been it's been a massive week, massive overnight actually. Um, a lot of uh, upsets, or well, one in particular um, overnight, the FA Cup uh, with Wigan and Man City. But it's been a good week for English clubs. I think uh, if you look on the Champions League's perspective, we'll be covering all that today and FA Cup because. Obviously, Nick, there wasn't any Premier League action over the weekend. Yes, uh, that was something that was very upsetting to us. Before we get into this, Mickey, yes. I, need, I need to tell you something real quick. Uh, okay. For yeah. those who don't know, um, on Saturday, I had young young Gerard Jr. next to me uh, at, a, at an event at my house, and I think we, we were playing. Know. We were playing all these events and uh, kind of all these games. And Mickey, you, you're a very competitive person, aren't you? Yes. You're probably the most competitive person I know, and. I tell you what, I've never been called a cheater as many times in one night than... than and I still Saturday, won. Saturday night, and he still won. And what I realised was, and I kind of like, you know, I was just like, you're an idiot. And then the next day I woke up and I went, he's a Liverpool supporter. And it makes all the sense oh, in the I'd world. And every time he lost, he had to make an excuse. And I was like, this is it. Like, I, I have to accept this. I'm used to no. this. You sounded exactly like you did two weeks ago when, when the... Uh, when the Spurs Liverpool game happened, so it was quite interesting that. No, but I was you were cheating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Mickey, of course, no, we are, no, apparently the rumors have been um, circling that Will Grigg is in fact on fire. Can he's you been can... fired the whole time, I think, hasn't he? Uh, he's unbelievable. We'll get straight into that, but Nate, um, unbelievable Mickey, result. Come FA Cup. Oh, the, the magic of the cup, they say, Mickey. It is. And what didn't happen this game, Nick? Like everything happened. Like um, you know, Fabian Delph, red card, Nick, was it? Oh, that's. Good talking point, isn't it? Um, it's, it's a great start. So first first uh, look, I thought, no. I didn't think it was a little card worthy. I thought it was probably yellow card worthy. On on the stills, it looks like a red card to me. But that's that's the thing. And like when people pause it on a perfect moment, it can you can make just about any challenge look like a red card. And yeah. like, yeah, you, we've seen just it. Just like we've uh, seen it Van Dyke and Lamella. Exactly, yeah. Well, you're, you're one <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like... Um, how, yeah, exactly what you said. A certain angle can change your whole perspective on a challenge. Yeah. And like we stop it, we go, oh, that's it. But like we haven't watched the whole thing. Um, I, I can understand why I gave it a red. He actually had a yellow out at the start. And he, 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 did, actually, he, actually, he actually put yeah. the yellow away and went, nah. Like, I, well, he actually wrote on the yellow. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it was, you know, I, look, I'm pretty, you know, anytime Man City loses, pretty good to me. So I was happy in getting a red. I hope that you said the whole red team, uh, the whole it? team a red. So, well, yeah. it's only the second time this year, isn't it? Yeah. Only oh, sec- no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, there was an Napoli or Shadow no. Doska. Oh, they might have, I, I don't think they did. No, they, I think they won all them games. No, no, I think they lost one. No, cool. Well, oh, no, they might have drawn one, but that, that Man City yeah. have been absolute powerhouses this season. Um, you said like what didn't happen this uh, game, Mickey. Man City didn't score, and uh, that what a, what a beautiful uh, thing that was. Eighty three percent possession, Michael, in one game. Seventeen percent possession for Wigan. Uh, one shot on target. I think it was like twenty four shots or twenty six shots overall for Man City. And yet they still, like, there were chances that they should have put away. Yeah, there was definitely. But there hits. was, like... Fernandinho would be yeah, kicking himself. Aguero could have had one or two. Uh, it was it was just one of those games, isn't it? Some, sometimes you just have those. And unfortunately, when Will Griggs on fire, he's got to put away that one chance he gets. And Kyle Walker, massive... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. I didn't want to say it because I'm a salty Spurs supporter it, if I say that. Will Griggs must be quick because he made Kyle... He didn't, like, Kyle Walker didn't get any ground on him at all, did he? Not at all. And I, what I liked about the finish from Will Griggs 
uh, is that he took it actually quite early. He, he had did, to take yeah. it to that stage, and that's what set the goalkeeper off. And like yeah. he, he was quite late to react to and that. It was a, it was a, like a, a reaching kind of shot too. Where it almost looked like the ball was going to get away from him. Exactly, um, yeah. And he kind of just made it happen. Um, he pro- saw the defender coming across, yeah, and he, did. he, he it, took it at the perfect time. And he, he made a split-second decision to take the shot, even though he was a little bit unbalanced. And it kind of just hopped past um, Bravo, didn't it? Yeah. But could you could you thought the keeper could have done more? See, it's, it's hard. It's a hard one. Those it? like where where it actually ended up, you'd say no. But in the context of everything, maybe I do. I just generally do think that the fact that he took it when he took it uh, gave him that extra you know 0.5 of a second, which is why I got yep. past him for me. I, I I wouldn't blame him for it. I blame Kyle Walker. For Kyle Walker, hundred percent. Yeah, absolute, that was tragic. That uh that miss, and I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell was going on. That's it's, unbelievable. It, it, it turned out to be a crazy day for Man City, didn't it? They uh, lost the game. Obviously, Fabian Dolph got the red. Uh, does that, I don't think he can play in the. In the, in the return, Cup. In yeah, the, the Carbo Cup final. Um, I'm not sure how that works. I don't think he, I don't think he can. No, no, and that's this week. Mm, but well, that's that is crazy. That, yeah, like they, these cups. I, this is the perfect time of season. Mickey. all these cups are happening. It's getting really. It's starting to get now. to the business end, isn't it? Yeah, and the best part is about this being me being a Spurs supporter is that Man City are out, and that only leaves two other what I would consider to be the Contenders. top six yep. in in the race right now. We've only got Man Man United, I was gonna say Man City, uh, Chelsea, and Spurs in their left. And well, it's actually to be honest, it's still half of them. Yeah, it's still half of them, but you know, Man City, Man United, are just as likely just to, to uh, you know do something Man United like and yep. stuff up, but. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It gives um everybody goes on about the FA Cup not meaning something, and I tell you what, and I've been one of those it, it people turn, who have been it, doing it. You know what? It's just turned up in a week, hasn't it? Well, it, that's well, I think yeah, I think because Spurs are in there, results, yeah. because Spurs are in there now, I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of do want to win that, and it shows. It's, yeah. As I say, it's the magic of the cup kind of thing, and you know, like it's when if we got knocked out in the fourth round, I would have been like, eh, who cares? But yeah. now we're in. Now we're in with a real shot, and obviously we had a pretty average result um a couple of days ago, but. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Is it an average result, but <laughs> you guess. go away. No, oh, that game, yes, but not the Rochdale game. Oh, the, <laughs> the Rochdale yeah. game. I, f- I, f- I completely forgot about that result. <laughs> well, well, we'll go. We'll go to that one then, Mickey. Well, first of all, Nick. Yes. Um, you know, fantastic win while Wigan. First of all, unfortunately, obviously for obvious reasons, it's not going to make the headlines tomorrow, and the headlines are going to be, you know, surrounded by Sergio yes, Aguero. Sorry, I nearly forgot about um, this. You know, both sense of fans at the end of the game were, uh, you know, pretty poor, I thought. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of actually do feel a little bit for where here. Usually I'd be like, it, it's not a good thing. He shouldn't have done what he did. It's, it's And what was that? Like, do you want to run through well, for so, anyone who hasn't seen? So I haven't seen every angle here, but basically a, a, fan, a fan went up to him. Look, I don't think he was saying what Anything a great nice, game he had. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and, you know, Aguero kind of went up, pushed him, kind of grabbed I him think, around. I think- the, the the fan grabbed him first. Please. Yeah, and you know, Aguero was going back for more. It's it's not good enough on his part. But that being said, like when you've got that many fans around you, and like they shouldn't be running on the field. Well, like, that's exactly right. And I, I think um I think you come to the thing like it could be a scary thing for a player to be on the ground when five thousand fans are running on chanting about some guy being on fire. Yeah, <laughs> well that's exactly and you're, and you're right. But um on. you know to be honest, you can't really blame the man like. As a player, you got to protect yourself, obviously. And, you know, the last thing you want after you've just, you know, lost a game, which you should have won, is someone coming up who's had 10 beers over the night <laughs> and, and telling you how, how much that loss, is, you know, it makes it even worse. So, you know, it, you know, it should, obviously players shouldn't do that, but... Um, I'm, I'm hoping for his sake. I think the FA should just probably leave that one. And... <laughs> I think we're very biased here because yeah. we do like Aguero. Like we are big Aguero oh, yeah. fans. I, like, big Aguero. I was um, 
it's, we'll talk about the Spurs game in a second, but I, uh, I saw a good comment here. It's like, if, if someone like Dali Ali did that, uh, then everyone would be losing their mind, you know, saying yeah. it should be gone forever. But because Aguero has, and he, you know, he hasn't had a great reputation throughout, but he's kind of, he's, uh, he's a legacy figure now. Like is, in the yeah. Premier League, like he's so, he's just iconic. So yeah. everybody kind of The greatest moment. The greatest moment. And I keep saying. Yeah, every week on a weekly basis, Mickey will say that. But yeah, he kind of has built that up and now everyone's like, okay, you know. Like let's uh, let's kind of stand back. He can get away with that. He can do whatever he wants. I, I, to be honest, I think if most play, players did that, I'll, I'll let that go. Like I just it's think, I just situation. think the fact that you can't go up to a player in a situation like that, that you know, what I mean, like, what is he going to do? He's just lost the game. Like the, he'd have to be some kind of robot to not take yeah. any any re- retaliation. Uh, the really annoying what's thing it called? is retaliation, 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 ratatouille, ratatouille. But like, it's, but yeah. with everyone around you, it's it is. It's one of those situations. Like, what can you do? And like the guy who did, uh, you know, who went up to him. Let's be honest. He half would have been just blind out of his mind, oh, yeah. and the other half would have been like, you know what? Well, I can probably get my fifteen minutes of fame out of this. He'll probably get interviews out because of this. And like, this is what yeah. this is why and he'd like, probably blow it out of proportion. Yeah, and, and, like, and all that kind of like, bullshit. This is why, like, yeah, you have the thing saying like, don't stop making idiots famous. It's like this is a classic example of an idiot that is now probably going to be Semi-famous, on the news. Yeah. And yeah, and like, we'll get his three weeks of art of I, relevance. I, I hope for Wigan's sake that they do do something about the supporter, but because he shouldn't have been on the ground in the first place. Well, what? But then, if you're taking action on him, what about every other supporter on? Well, there? the other. Act- the other supporters aren't, you know, grabbing. Of course, players. yeah, but the other, like, it, it is. I, I understand what you're saying, but, like, can you put that against him? Because there were other people going up to players. Uh, they weren't, obviously, going as aggressively, at, like, you know, someone like Aguero. But it, it's such a tough situation on everyone's part because when you have that situation, I don't know what the security was doing for one. Like, well, I think the stewards were I know there's mainly so around stu- the city supporters, yeah, which I, most of them stayed in their seats. Yeah, the, they, they were pretty credit, good. But like, they were chucking stuff at the police. Yeah. But that, <laughs> they were chucking signs at the police. And they that, were getting real, they were, real, real, real. Yeah, exactly right. I think the fans are as bad as each other. I think Wigan, you know, they were goading the, the guys a little bit, going over to them. Oh, and, yeah. that's and, mate, if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a team like Wigan beating Manchester City, I would do the exact same thing. Probably, 100%, yeah. 100%. I wouldn't go up to Aguero and try and fight him, but I, I'd give a little bit to uh to the Man City fans, and, and another thing, Nick. Um, Man City is the the quad uh, quad or something. The quadruple, quadruple. That's <laughs> quadruple, it. Triple. I'm, I'm nailing it today. Um, <laughs> that's out of the window. Um, I think this is pretty a bit more damaging than people think. I think Man City went out to blow out all the records this year. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Manchester United have that. Um, class of ninety two um, and ninety nine, you know, with the treble and all that kind of stuff, it's yep. it's out of the window now. It's it's gone. And then you had the Ars- dream is over with the Invincibles well, as well. And yeah. they, were, they were trying to knock that out. It looked they, like they, at one stage they were trying to blow everyone out of the water here. And um, you know, this is this is probably um, a bigger loss than you think. And, and to the to, to the playing group that that wanted to achieve all that, I think uh, it's a disappointing day. You know, but how do it's a long season and it shows how good Man United's achievements were in kind yeah. of in that season, um, and and how it's going to be very hard to emulate, let alone beat. So, um, I'd be scared to be the next team playing Man City this week, who are um, Arsenal. But you know what? Yeah. Attack first, attack in that game. I think it could, anything could happen. But um, moving on, Nick, uh, probably not. Obviously, not as disappointing. But definitely disappointing in terms of um, having the lead in the 88th minute. Tottenham versus Rochdale. Yeah. Um, two all. Great comeback by them in the, in the last kicking to the game, really. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Morris scoring his first yeah. Tottenham goal. And it was a pretty good goal. Yeah. Suzuka actually put it through. He did. Yeah. Like, I was going to say that. Suzuka. Like, that's probably the only thing, good thing he did all game. Um, 
Yeah, this was a very uh, this was a strange game. We had eleven different players start the game from our Champions League one. We had Lorente start. Kane came on, and I, I, I like that because you know we have some decent players who didn't start. We had Sun. We had Sun people like Sun start as well. So like you know, it's not not a terrible. Do you think idea. it was a crazy idea that he didn't start in that Champions League game? See, it's so funny with that. We'll talk about the Champions League game, but the commentators were so strange during that game. They were kind of saying Lamella's on because of his form. His form. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, I, and I was like that. I'm like, I was like, have you, do you not Son's know? form's been on fire. Yes. He's been... We Sun is on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the t- defence was terrifying. Uh, yeah, this is... It was a disappointing game. Like, at the end of the day, like, reality's going to strike in soon that Spurs will go to Wembley, will win, like... Well, yeah, money, but money, smart money says we'll win. Yeah, I was going to say uh, the we, only, the we only, would have been the yeah, same case yesterday. The uh, but the only disappointing part is that that's an extra fixture, and it's, and, a, that's yeah, a, very, it's, a, like, it's a fixture in, you don't need right now. Exactly, and this is the second time we've had to do this, and so like it's just come on, like we just need to get over these small these like smaller teams. And, and Nick, and how and what do you reckon with like commitment, like what kind of players you're going to put on the pitch that game? Because obviously FA Cup, Man City is out now, and that's another reason to turn your head around and go, well, hang on. You know, I mean, we're a real chance here. Um, you know, how how top heavy do you go into to your squad at this game? Well, this is an interesting one because they've um. One of the weird things is that they announced the next round champ, uh, next round's FA Cup games before the games yeah, have been yeah. played, which is always very which is very strange to me. Uh, so what Spurs will have? Spurs have the winner of Swansea and Sheffield Wednesday. If uh, if we get through, is, this. You know, of course, you if we get through, neither. So like realistically, and like. Obviously, upsets happen. We can beat Man City. But your smart money would say that Spurs have a pretty much a one-way ticket to the semi-final, which is huge yeah. and when you think about it. So then we're going to play one of either, probably Man United if they beat Brighton, Leicester and Chelsea at, at King Power. Which so could that could go, go either way. way. We yeah. could, like, so we'll say Chelsea just because they're the bigger club. And then we'll have probably Southampton. We'll say, if, unless Will Grigg gets on fire again. Like, so we'll say those two. If we, you Good know, chance There's a fire. chance there. Yeah, there's always a chance that he's going to be on fire. Defense Keep is, the pitcher ready. <laughs> but yeah, like there's there's a huge chance that we, you know, we will go to the final here. Um, there are, like, I heard a lot of people the other day saying that Spurs are getting an advantage for playing their home games at Wembley now at, during the FA Cup, which is just like... It is a little bit of an advantage. Like, it's not, it's not a force. Like, no one's saying that, oh, you know, that how do they get this advantage? Like, I think everyone's accepted the fact that you just got that ground, but it... To be honest, no, it, yeah, you I do have that. it. Like you've learned to play there because it was somewhere that you could not play at the start of the year. I agree with that, but some people are saying we sh- they should move the ga- the games, their oh, home no, games, no, and that, that's what that's no. the part that I'm just like, come on, like just can we accept- not just We're, stop complaining? The world's <laughs> accepted that you guys are playing it this year. You know, if you just happen to be playing in that in the, in the semis in the in the final, then it is what it is. That's exactly. You yeah. know, you got your next hundred years to play at your new stadium. A great result for Rochdale because they will go yeah. to Wembley, and, and it's that's, a good that's money huge. Thing for them that's huge. Yeah. Like they'll get some tele, uh, televi- televised game out of that. Commentators will go nuts for it. They get to yeah, play at Wembley. Exactly. Huge. Such a huge thing. Some for of these, them. like this, will be the game of their lives for some of these players. And um, you know, clubs like Rochdale and all these um, lower league clubs, like these are massive. They're the jaw fixtures and the extra fixture against Tottenham. It's a day out for them and their fans. Um, the money making can keep them up for another year, you know, year yeah. or two with it, with their player wages and transfers and all that kind of stuff. It, it kickstarts a lot of clubs. It does kickstart and saves a lot of clubs that, that could have been in financial difficulty. Um, and and these these lovely cut runs for them um, is a great financial gain, and it's great to see you know the underdog kind of you know fight it all the way to the end kind of thing. You're right on the other uh, whole like you know 
good for the fans because I've, I've spoken to a few fans when I was over in Europe and like who would support these smaller teams and they think there's nothing better than going to a big stadium with a big club being the underdog going in there nothing yeah, to lose nothing to lose it's such a massive the day, day. Yeah. they think it's just like the absolute greatest thing because they, they get beaten 5-0 who cares they're expected, yeah. they're expected to be beaten 5-0 exactly kind of right. thing. Like, if they put up any sort of fight it's a win for them and like it, it is these these smaller clubs they don't, they don't normally turn to 5-0 wins either do they? no they don't like they a lot of pressure are on these bigger clubs to perform in here. And like, you know, we've seen with results all throughout, like, you know, Liverpool are, are gone now. Yep. They're only made by West Brom, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so were. they're not like, they're, they're not obviously, they're still a Premier League team, but like, bottom on the Premier League. But yeah, <laughs> exactly still, right. But, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. Like, you find a lot up. of the bigger teams, they play the players like, you know, Lorente, Suzuka, they weren't playing all year and they it's hard for them to just all of a sudden kick a gear and, and, and turn some form on when they've been sitting on the bench for the whole year. And then you've got the young kids coming through that might not necessarily be as good as the players that they're playing against because the other guys are, you know, full professionals that play every week. And, and these some of these kids that are playing are from the youth set up and, you know, might not have the body in that ready to, ready to take on, you know, the Premier League. So, you know... It wouldn't be a, you know it wouldn't be the first time it won't be the last time that you know one of these smaller teams knock off the big team I guess. What I will say is I was very like when I looked at this team on paper obviously we, we drew so it's not yep. a fantastic result. There are some a lot of good players who didn't play the last game. You have like you have Sun, we have Lucas Moura obviously who didn't play. Uh, Harry Winks is coming back from injury which is yep. which is huge. Zoko's useless. Well, now, Danny Rose played didn't he? Danny Rose played. Yep. Alderweireld played. Did you see? His, played. Did you see his miss? Ah uh, yes I did yes. I don't know how. Anyone, uh, he came in from a volley from about, about a metre away. This, it was just... It was, it was harder to miss. Yeah, it was. Uh, like, so there was some decent players. Is that, is that, wor- is that worst miss of the season so far? Um, it was a, it's probably Sterling's. Probably. Yeah, I still Sterling. think Sterling. Because that, oh, that cost them the game. Like they, yeah, I guess. That cost them points. And like, you know, as much as we drew, we'll probably still go back and win it. So it might not mean as much. Once if you did lose. You see, if we lose, of course, then it makes it a bigger deal. Mm. Uh, did you see um, the penalty? Dali Alley's? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thoughts? He may he he earned every bit of that dive, but it's not a. I don't know. It's not. He took like. He took. He took him. It took him, but God, it was theatrical. He's got. He's like seriously. It's there. Ryan Gosling, Dali Ali, the next time. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things. Uh, again, um, I said this before with Aguero. Um, like if it was Dali Ali, like again, if this was Aguero who did this. No one says anything because it's, the penalty it, was there because it's there. It's there, there any day. But of the you week. earn those reputations, Nick. Of course, yeah. And I don't, I don't have any sympathy for Dali Ali there, but because uh, he has earned that. I've, I've been saying this for years that Ali is a diver. And he has been. It's m- a bad stain on your club. Uh, it doesn't bother me one bit. <laughs> it does not like if because like it's funny. I saw this weird this, and I was saying to you before. I hate. Like all these, like you know, Tottenham pages on Facebook, and I'm sure you get all the crap from the Liverpool yeah. pages that put useless stats up, and they'll go on like uh, since 2011, 2012 season, like this club has had um, the most amount of penalties through dives. I'm like, how is that recorded? How is that like? Yeah. How is that a stat? And then there's a picture of Ali like doing the shush, and I'm like, this again, it's just so stupid. Some of these, it's so petty, isn't it? It and, is. And and it's and like, who cares? And like, what are you trying to like? What are you trying to prove? Like, you're trying to convince yourself. Yeah, you're trying to convince thing. yourself that your team's not as bad as other teams. Yeah, uh, it, it was like it was. It was a penalty flat out. Like he, he clipped him. It was one of those things. Ali was fresh, and that was the thing. He just came on, so he was he was a bit quicker. Than I'm not the, saying, the yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, it was just kind of he 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 could have just gone to the ground. You know, I mean, it yeah. would have been a penalty. I don't think he needed to swing the air. Like he looked like he was about to do the Olympic dive. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he has that. He has that about him because he uh, he's just like he, he knows it works sometimes. And, and 
But every strike it does, and that's yeah. the, that's the thing that that's think, what's I, been built into. I think it's a lot worse too with the um the body frame that Daly has, where he does throw himself, and it just looks so much worse. He's kind of like skinny tall. Yeah, kinda. he's got he's got a bit of height behind and him. It kind of like looks lanky and kind yeah, of like exactly flaps right. Around. And, and I, like I think the same with Raheem Sterling as well because he's he's tiny. He looks like he just drops. Yeah, you know I mean? and he looks like some. And a lot of the times the centre back looks like they're just pushing a kid over. Yeah, exactly. And that's a, yeah, that's never been a good look. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's not a good cushion kit, so ask Lalana. Um, yeah, well, that's the truth. We'll, mo- we'll move on, but uh, Mickey, uh, Man United taking care of Huddlesfield. Yep. Um, a fantastic uh, VAR decision came through, denying of um, that you see that little squiggly line that came Oh, on. yeah. What a beautiful thing. Um, what do you think of VAR in general? Do you think that that's something that could be used in the future? Uh, I think it will be used in the future. I, I just How I just, often? Uh, I think it will be used a lot more often, like maybe once or twice a game. What, what comes to that stage? What kind of decisions do you think? Are you saying like offsides? Are you saying penalties? I think more penalties. Penalties and offsides. Yeah, I think they're the main thing. And um, you know, you get the occasional studs up challenge. Um, yep. What do I think of it? Um, I don't know. I just there's something about just letting the ref make the call. That yeah. you know, you know, keep the game on. It's a purity thing for me. Like yeah. I, I think that football's one of the last games that, like, and there's not many games that have this. You look at every American sport; it's so digitalized. Yeah. And everything's getting put to the referee. Like, if anyone watched the Super Bowl, good god, they take so long making their decisions up on the big screen. It was just horrible. Like, it's so bad. And I it, it'll take a bit of a um, adjustment period for yeah, sure. Take a bit of the shine off the game a little bit. Too, yeah, hundred percent. Like, I, I really. I, do I like how, how you said purity. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's probably us just kind of like I'm sure if they changed it a year down the track, we'd think nothing. Of it, we probably, probably. like that's how yeah, it's just, just one of those things. We I just think adapt. It's something about human error that can, you know, what I mean, that makes it a bit more on your edge. Kind of it kind of makes it look fun sometimes, like you know, when they give away a crappy pe- uh, free kick in the middle of the park, you just abuse the ref. It's half the fun, yeah. like you know what I mean. Um, Lukaku scored twice, brace, uh, really good brace as well. Lukaku yeah, scored the second a lot one was good. Yeah, Sanchez's Lukaku. ball was good. Yeah, very good actually. Yeah, and he looked he looked good that game. He did. Um, you know, it's a good win for him. Huddlesfield, unfortunately, like. You know, they, 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 I think they were more worried about the Premier League. Yeah, they really need to worry about the Premier League. This would have been a game that they probably wouldn't have even wanted to play, honestly. Yeah. Like, yep. you know, at this stage in the season, they're so tired that they're just, they just need to freshen up their legs. Um, Aaron Moy had surgery. Did you that, see that? Had surgery. Oh, I swear I saw him have like a, a Facebook status or a photo with him. I swear he was in surgery about his knee. Yeah, well, he had a massive gash on him, maybe yesterday. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was just sew, just sew it up or something. Maybe, hope. Hopefully, hope so. World Cup hopes because apparently yeah. if Aaron Moy doesn't play, we're not going to win the World Cup. So that's that's the rumours coming out. We're going to win with him. Yeah, we're going to win with him. Oh, that's, okay. that's, sportsbed would tell me that. Uh, moving on, but me. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ch- Chelsea over Hull. Hull straight, City. Jewel scores his first goal. Yes. Um, we're, we're massive fans, but yeah, yeah. tap ins tap in. We still. That was a nice tap. It was like kind of. A, yeah, it was, it was kind not, of. He made it kind of. He just kind of swung his leg. He kind of just placed it almost yeah. as well. And um, you know, Hull City had no chance. I think William William was brilliant. You on know. his day, William, like, there's a reason why he was, you know, Chelsea's only shining light a couple of seasons yeah. ago. Like, he, on his day, he's nearly what, unplayable. He's, he's a world-class player on his day, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And, like, I, I still am shitty that he uh, he lashed out on Spurs to go to Chelsea. Well, he, he lashed out on Liverpool first to go to Spurs and yeah. then to go to Chelsea. So he, he, he had his... Um, he hasn't made many friends. He had his options here, didn't he? <laughs> he hasn't made many friends in that situation. But, yeah, he, he's an absolute quality player he, when he wants to He's kind of the be. player that... Um, like when Hazard's not there or he's not on the field or he's not playing that well, he kind of is the guy that steps up and bees that Hazard kind of role, isn't he? Yeah, he kind of has to. Like, yeah. There's not many other players that can do it. Like Pedro, he's quick. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that explosive pace of the of a William or a Hazard, but he's it's, he's good at it. It's still amazing that he doesn't start all the time, William. Uh, yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Me, like actually. he does start a lot on the bench for someone that good. 
What did you, do you think he should go to another? Like, do you think he'd fit better with another club? club? I'd have him at Liverpool any day of the week. I'd so. have him at Spurs any day of the week. Even though yeah, I don't think Chelsea, Chelsea would, would, yeah, <laughs> I don't think um, Chelsea would be stupid enough to let him go. No, nah, no way. Not for a massive amount of money. Like, uh, but I wonder yeah. if he thinks about going. What I wonder what he thinks. Well, you know, he, he's a world class player, as we said on his day. And, on his um, day, yeah. he, he does find himself a lot on the bench. So. But he didn't on this occasion. Scored twice. Pedro scored a nice goal as well. Hull City never looked like in it, and they were, you know, straight out. I guess. Um, obviously, with the Hull City thing, might as well jump onto Ryan Mason. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously he's had to retire because of an injury that was sustained against Chelsea. Against Chelsea, which is kind yeah. of full circle, isn't it? Um, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? How um, a lot of you know. It just shows to show how quickly um, a footballer can lose their career. And, and, you know, when you talk about the big moves and, and, you know, how players go for money and all that kind of stuff, you know, a lot of fans a lot of times do forget it is profession. They can lose their profession very, very quickly. And um, it's, also, it's a, quite a unique case with the head injury, isn't it? It is. It's um. It's something I want. I want to read out a little fig here. It does go for a little bit, yeah, but um. I think it's it's probably it's from it's, Ryan Mason. Yeah, it's from yeah. Ryan Mason who was talking about Peter Crouch. Um, this is kind of his whole exchange with him. He says he can't speak highly enough of him. Uh, straight away, he contacted my family, my fiance, and just sort of reassured us of what we were going through. And you know, sort of normal uh, was sort of normal, and you know, to be expected. Not being able to talk, struggling with the with light and everything like that. As soon as I got a bit more, I got a bit more strength. I was keen to see him because, as you know, as soon as you're ready, he said it was okay. I'd like him to come and speak to me. I was a bit worried first because he hadn't been able to speak to anyone any longer than ten minutes at that stage. Ryan Mason, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Which is absolutely, which is absolutely mental. It shows to show how hard he, you know, his head injury was. And he said he walked through the door and he sat there on the sofa and just said, "Sit back and don't say a thing." This is what Peter Crouch said to Mason, yep. and he reckons he talked for about an hour and a half. Mason didn't say anything and he just was kind of just there, just there to listen because he hadn't had anyone to listen to yep. it for a long time at that stage. Uh, reassured him with everything that we were going through was part of it and uh, part of the process. And, you know, we've been in touch ever since. He's been fantastic. He's set the standard for what it is to be a proper man and a gentleman. I'm hoping no one ever does go through some, some sort of injury again in sports. Uh, but if they go through something similar, I'll be there like Peter was there for me. Crazy. Um, that's pretty like, we've always, like Peter Crouch is somebody who's very likable because of his antics on the field. But yep. like it kind of, for me personally, it was kind of like, they kind of put him in another uh, Yeah, it does, again. It? Like it's pretty crazy what everything that and has not, happened. And, and not something that he went out and told anyone, obviously. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Like we, I didn't know that until he, until I saw that on like yep. online. And that's that that's kind of the big thing. Like, you know, a lot of people do things, but they'll post about it and make sure people know about it. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's one of the problems of the world these days, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And it, like, it's, it kind of makes everything not seem as genuine as what it should be. No. And But yeah, I thought that was really, really well done. Um, you know, Danny Rose, when... Um, Kane scored his penalty, went up to the camera and said for Ryan Mason, kissed the camera kind of thing. It was a bit over the, like at the bit time, the top, I was yeah. a bit over the top, but I can understand the gesture and he, yeah. and he responded in kind, Ryan Mason. So, yeah, um, best of luck to him, of course. Um, yeah. I think was, Potts offered him a coaching role. Yeah, well. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and that like, you know, it shows like kind of how, how well he was within the club. Like, yeah, you know, he was like, he was there for a while. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, and he, he had his moments of br- like brilliance, like as a player, and like you know, had a lot of had a big future ahead of him, wherever that was going to be. So it is, it's pretty cool of like Spurs to co- come out and say, yeah, you can come here and you can yep. have a role here because a lot of players they don't know anything else but football, and like yeah. there's a reason for that because that's a, that's been their life, and you know, and they've put every minute of every day into trying to make it themselves professional, and, and um, sometimes when it ends so quickly like that, they they literally like left on their ass. There's so many footballers that have gone, you know, from the heights of the Premier League to you know. Um, Emmanuel Bowie, 
um, Arsenal defender. Yeah. Um, found himself homeless. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, after a breakup with his wife and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, when you don't do anything but football, then sometimes it just it's a sharp decline, you know. So, um, you know, we wish all the best for Ryan, obviously. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm guaranteed he would never hear this. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, yeah, it's it will get easier for him. But, unfortunately, 26 years old, should be hitting his prime right now. Yeah, it should it's be. It's a pretty hard way to end. It is. And, um, like, you know, football does have a habit of pulling out these kind of stories once it's or twice, cruel, isn't twice it? a year. It's and, cruel. It, and it is. It kind of – it shows more of a human side to it. Like, you know, we've we've had stories in the past of similar stuff. Of like, you know, whether it's a player, whether it's fans um, who have been ill and, like, you know, people coming yeah. to their raid. Um, it's just something that, you know, it, it does. It humanizes the game a bit when we're all kind of so obsessed with our team winning. <laughs> like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we can really get – like. You know, you you yourself, you're a very competitive person, but yes. this can make you stand back and go like, "Wow, yeah, this is shit. such a big deal in, but, the, in it, the grand scheme it, of things." It does show, but like, um, the the top top level is so unforgiving, isn't it? It is, yeah, and uh, it's a freak accident, unfortunately. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. We'll move on, but yep. um, Leicester, Sheffield United, um, Jamie Vardy scoring. Uh, Jamie Vardy's always having a party while he is. Will Griggs being it's on fire. it a lot this year. Again, do you Will Griggs and Jamie Vardy should be a, a partnership up front? Wouldn't they? How's that for fire? <laughs> My goodness me! Wouldn't that be that be songs just ready to happen? Nick Will Griggs, the most famous League One footballer at the moment. You know, we'll dig over most of the championship players. Main, main uh, league one or ever? Like, I mean, at the moment or ever? Uh, ever. Surely ever. Like, Will Griggs on fire. Like, that, that's Forever. iconic. It's. I saw, I was like looking on YouTube for all like the Will Griggs on fire kind of songs and that. And there's one at like this massive, I don't know what festival it's on, UK festival. And they just oh, play yeah, it, yeah. And there's about 20,000 people bouncing up and down screaming Will Griggs on fire. It's just the absolute funniest thing Crazy, of all time. And like, you can imagine like no one, not everyone there, probably m- most people weren't Wigan fans. Like, like, yeah. Let's be honest, and they're all just going on about Will Grigg being on fire, except for the two United and City sports because he has scored uh, crucial goals against both of those yeah, teams. He does, he does find the net a lot, Will Grigg. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. He likes up to the song. <laughs> he does. Those defenders are still terrified. Uh, good win for Leicester. They yep. move on to Chelsea. Um, huge game. That's probably the biggest game in the in the, round, in the quarters. Yeah. Like it's going to be really good. Um, it's gonna, this is when obviously the FA Cup really starts heating up. So it's it's a really good thing. Moving on, but West Brom yep. and Southampton playing two one to Southampton. Um. What do you reckon, Mick? Uh, they've both got bigger fish to fry. I think their Premier League status is more important than the FA Cup. So, do you think the Southampton right now would think that? Do you reckon? Or do you, yes. Or do yeah, hundred percent. Do you reckon? Like, you know, they've won this game. They are. They've obviously put in a bit of effort to do it. Do you think that they'd be kind of going, okay, let's try and get, let's try and knock out both? Well, you know, they're in they it. can try. Yeah, hundred percent. But off. I think, um, I think the whole fact that you got to look at the bigger picture and the Premier League status is the most important thing for these two clubs because. Statistically, one of these clubs is going to go down at least, possibly two. Yeah, at the um, moment it looks like it. Yeah, you know, and the the financial gain from staying in the Premier League is far greater than anything the FA Cup can offer. And you know, Premier League status as a football club is is huge. And I think, um, you know, it's a good win for Southampton. West Brom, I don't think will be thinking. You know, they'd they'd be disappointed. Obviously, you don't want to just crush out of a cup, but. There's six points from from Southampton who were in the relegation zone. Yeah, you know? there's so, seven points from outside. Yeah, there's seven points from safety. Um, it's a huge task for them, and I think they can now concentrate on the on the bigger picture. Yeah, I also do think the Southampton. Obviously, they're only one point inside the relegation zone, so they could easily win out, string out a couple of good games, and then obviously by the time 
the uh, the next FA Cup game comes around, they could be in a good position. Yep. And they might be like, let's go for this. Because like, yeah, imagine imagine what a turnaround it could be being 18th at the moment and then you know winning the FA Cup and avoiding relegation. Yeah, like, it yep, could, it'd, yep. be, it'd be pretty it'd cool. Be pretty, like, yeah, they, and they give them something else to fight for. Like you know, the fans would be going, man, this is a, you know, you never know. Like this is a big chance. And they're they've got a really good draw. Like they've got a yeah, really they ha- do. They're, they're playing Wigan. Like they do, but it just can't help that if a Southampton supporter right now would rather be threat would. Have, all right, if you ask any Southampton supporter right now if they'd rather be in the FA Cup, still have three more points. Oh, three more points. Um, three more points puts them up to 12. That's mental. One game. Um, no, I think they'd rather be in the FA Cup. Are you serious? Yes, because, no. because they're only... They're... Three more points, Nick. They, they are... Where are they, Nick? They yeah, are 13th. Tw- <laughs> yeah, the 13th, yeah. They're 13th, Nick. That they're, shows how close they are, that shows how close point, they are six, from that. No, they're not. They're four places from safety. Four places from... This is Southampton. Yeah, yeah. So there'd be four places like Yeah, but that, that, that shows game. that shows to me how close the bottom is and that no, shows that they would rather three one. more points. It depends who you ask, I guess. I, I, me. I, I, yeah, okay, you. <laughs> I can't believe you think they'd rather be in the FA Cup still. I think if you ask for support, I think they'd be more than happy to try and get a go at Wembley because they I think they would back themselves into especially with the teams around you. Like look at the team, look at all these teams that are one point off them. You got Brighton, Palace, Swansea, Huddersfield. Yep. If you're a Southampton fan and I know Swansea's in form, Huddersfield just beat uh one on the weekend. Swansea won that one there. I mean, Huddersfield won their token game that they win every eight games. Yeah, great. Brighton, I would Brighton say is still great. a championship team. Like there's, yeah, but they're flying. Is Guido the mosquito? He's dominating. He is. I mean, Squido, mosquito. I don't even know what I just said. But yeah, I agree with that. He's flying. But I don't know if they have the. I don't know if they have it. I think Southampton would back themselves in going off what they have done. And I don't know. Nick. I, I, I would think, have. I, just I have think confidence. Three more in points would be a, just a game changer. Oh, of course them. it is. Yeah, I. I, I and agree. they don't look that good at the moment. They look pretty, pretty bad defensively. Um, you know, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised the manager's still there, Pellegrino. Yeah, I am too. Actually, I, I think that you know this. Honestly, if you want to nearly guarantee them safety, you probably just sack him now. Yeah, but who do you get? Marcus Silva. <sighs> maybe, maybe Marcus Silva's the guy. But I, I think Marcus Silva wants to go for a bigger club. To be honest, but does I he earn the credit for that? No way. But I think he wants it. Like you can tell. Like you know, he want, he wants to go to Everton. Uh, I don't know if he wants to go to. Um, you know, Southampton as kind of like a consolation, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. It's going to be. He's r- going to struggle a bit more than you think to get another, a Premier League job. I think, I think he'll he'll ha- easily get a job, whether it's in the Premier League or not. That's a, that's yeah, a well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll move on. But Brighton over Coventry City three one. Um, you know, nice little standard nice, standard win yeah. there. Um, and they move forward. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon? You know, Brighton, Brighton obviously in a, in kind of that real pack, and like God, that's a pack. Like I, yeah, when, is, you, when you said like those three points, and it shows just how many teams are in this relegation. Battle. Yeah. Like where right now, like we've said, we I probably ask this question every week. Where does the relegation battle stop? Do you think it stops at Newcastle, Bournemouth, or do you tenth. think that, or do you think the tenth? You reckon yeah. all the way up to there, the people could go down. And two weeks, Everton can find himself deep in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think Everton is sweet, but I, I agree. Yeah, tenth could be like Bournemouth lose a couple of games every other team. Like the only good thing about Bournemouth is that they need a lot of teams to get some points for them to start going down. Yeah. But it's always possible. There are a lot of games left. And uh, yeah, we're entering that kind of the relegation battle season where they all start yep. to really start to pick it's up. It's just these- a bit more teams than they usually are, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely more teams than what they usually are. Um, yeah, good. Leonardo Uella scoring his uh, first goal back for Brighton too. There you after go. He was, back, he was playing with them back in the championship or even League One back in the day before oh, he went go. to Leicester. So uh, good to see him get in the score sheet. Um, he's been a missing man for a while. Um, 
ever since his Premier League winning season. Yeah, I actually forgot all when about Okazaki it. When Okazaki came back and went to Leicester and he kind of got pushed on the outer. So I completely forgot about yeah, it. He's back playing football, believe it <laughs> or not. He's scoring goals as well. Scoring apparently. goals, we're good. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're going to move on and get beaten by Man United in the next round. It could be disappointing, but yeah, that's a fact of life. That's what it is. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday over... Oh, not over Swansea. And Swansea, sorry, played out to the most enthralling little draw that you'll ever see in FA Cup history. And, you know, because this is how the FA Cup works. Tell me the stats, Nick. Tell me the stats. I don't want to know. I don't want to tell you the stats. Uh, unfortunately, because this is how the FA Cup works, they're going to have to play replay. Another replay. I, yeah. I want to get your opinion on that in a second, but we'll go. Yeah, look. <laughs> they had eight shots on target for the whole game. That was probably one or, one or two big chances throughout. Um, no no one came off the bar. Abs- Pox game. Pox game. Pox club. Yep. Pox game. Not much I'm going to say about that. What hey. do you think about the replay system in the FA Cup at this stage? Well, it's, think- a, it's a big question being raised around, isn't it? And um, I believe it, it does become a bit of a hindrance to the t- top of teams, but I think you've you got to think of every league below the Premier League. I think so. people get so invested in, in what the top 20 teams want. But do you think that, like, okay, we'll, we'll take... Um, Rochdale versus Tottenham, Yeah, Yeah, right? exactly. Do you think Rochdale would have been going, well, no, let's play on because we're at home. We're no. two all. Do you think they would... You reckon they're going to back themselves more in at Wembley? No, it's not about winning for them. It's about getting the, the money for the for the game. Of course, yeah, well, you, there is that aspect, but don't you think that if they would would have at that stage thought we're actually a chance to win this? Because no. they, they go to extra time. They go to penalties. They go to penalties. Obviously, it's every chance. Like, they're, yeah. they're like, I still don't think they win. Okay. Yeah, like, but yeah, I, just they, think, they I, I think the reverse more. fixture uh, gives them a chance to make more money and and, and, and build a club. Too. A lot but of them, the, but them getting teams, through also gives them more of a chance to but make if more they, money. Say they, started at, say they started at Wembley and then they get to play them at home. Like, yep. It's a double fixture. Um, or they, you know, in this case, they get to play at Wembley now. You yep. know what I mean? Like, um, they got the draw. They get to play... At the England National Stadium, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. So I think um, for that kind of reason, I think it should stay. Obviously, it's, they've got to figure out a way. I think to make it work because at the moment um, it's it's getting pretty stale. I think, and and I think for most people, the the second fixture um, is just annoying people. Do you think that some teams are kind of like are looking at it going, okay, we're playing away from home. If we can just go through nil or draw, we get to take it back to our ground. Do you think like teams are starting yeah, to look at it that way? Yeah, a lot of teams think like, that, but they wouldn't think that against a, a Tottenham. No, 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 I'm going to say not against a Tottenham, but maybe you know, Sheffield, like Swansea might have been going, you know what, we're struggling here. Let's just take the nil or let's take it back to our ground. Yeah, and possibly. Let's, let's... It, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first and last time that, that happened. Yeah, it, it, it makes it, it's an interesting conversation because it does kind of... It, what, do you, it, what are your thoughts? It's like, I don't mind it. I feel like, you know, you should, like, I don't mind playing the reverse fixture at the moment, but I think it, there needs to be a stage, like, maybe it is right now, or maybe it is you know, once it gets to later on, but like, I don't like the whole idea of like, you know, a team getting nil all, because I, I'm sorry, nil all or one all or two all, and then going, okay, let's play again, because in the sense that I do think that if Rochdale, in terms of them chance of winning, if, if they, I don't think they have any chance of winning Wembley, personally. That's just No, me. I don't think they do either. But I think that they, if they played on, if they had extra time or and they played penalties, I think they have every chance of winning. Like they, yeah. they have more chance. For I know what you're saying. I, it's, it's almost like I understand your uh, aspect of like playing Wembley, but if they win, they get more money. Like, well, you know, do they, they but? Like, so they come up against uh, Sheffield Wednesday. Well, yeah, you're right there, but then they have a chance to win again. <laughs> they got yeah, a huge chance, like, I guess. But uh, they wouldn't really, they wouldn't have as big a chance as you think because Sheffield Wednesday are like two legs up on them, I think, or a leg up. Maybe Rochdale just drew against Spurs, or they just beat Spurs. Then away they go. 
the Titan killers rushed but, out. But they didn't. They, they, if they did. <laughs> but yeah, right. it's an interesting conversation. Move on, but... Um, to the Mickey, big games, Nick. To, to the, the big, big games, games. To the big boys. We just missed last week, obviously, last week's show. Uh, we did our predictions and then... The games happen overnight, so we're literally on the the arse end of the week. I think. Yeah, I think, I think we we picked just about every um or all the games correctly here. Um, yeah, I did, I picked a draw for Juventus Spurs, um, which was fantastic. We'll start with that game. Um, God, you guys guys looked in trouble early. Do you know what I I'm really I'm annoyed at, and um I'm not annoyed at like the linesman. I'm not annoyed at anything in general, but. Commentators on being sports, the the, the state the uh, the TV channel that we get My in, boy, a, in Australia. Show. Um, I don't think he was... Was he main commentator for our game? I think he's... Um, no, nah, he wasn't on the game. Yeah, so the main game commentators, I think that they really have a vendetta against English clubs because they just don't... They just do not give them any sort of a chance. Like, throughout that game, I'm just like... I'm listening to it and they're just going on yeah. about how good Juventus are and like, you know, finally... Defensively, once, how... Yeah. I reckon I heard defensively how good Juventus are about 10 times. And so... And then Harry Kane just fucking ran around him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they score, they score their goal in the second minute. Yeah. No, I did not see what was going like. I did not see a um a replay, a stop, a stop replay until after the game. He was offside by a mile, absolute mile. I didn't see that. Most replay. people don't see that. Most, that's the thing, and that's they did not show that during the game. And I'm thinking, any other game in the Premier League, maybe this that would have been all over it. Straight away, they go, "Is that offside?" And they'll stop it as the the ball's coming in. He was offside by a full body, like not like not just like a. It was a, a good leg. play, but I didn't know that. It's like that's exactly it, and that's that's the most that was really annoying. Like I don't mind, like I'm not gonna make grass because who knows if that does, if that gets called offside, we might still get beaten three. Yeah, because well, like exactly that changes right. the game. Two minutes in, like there's no there's nothing you can really go from beforehand. Uh, it was lazy defending on that one in general. Um, the penalty was there clearly. Uh, he oh, he played that really well. Yeah. Like in terms of like he came in at the right time. He knew Davies was going to clip him. Like it was, it was yeah, really well did. done. It was really well done. And um, that was you know that was a bit annoying. Um. Fine penalty, could have saved it. Laurie's just yeah, got a hand to it, but it's very hard penalties. We're not going to go too much into that. But missing um, the third one, uh, the third goal was yeah, crazy, so, isn't it? So then, um, then Spurs like did what I didn't think they were going to do. I thought they might just kind of try and hold on, try and stem the play, but they kind of took it to them. They started, you know, they started getting on the front foot. They started pushing the defence back. Got their chances. Kane missed a header, which well, Buffon saved it well, but he should have put it away still. Yep. And then gets through, puts um, puts away the goal. Yeah, with he, nice, nice. It was finish. a big chance to take, wasn't it? I feel like, um. I know it was straightforward, but that was the kind of chance that if you miss that, then the, the weight on the shoulders of the Spurs players, I think, would have got a lot more. The fact that you put that in the back of the net just kind of changed the game, I think. Yeah. Um, it gave you guys a least in life. And it, it was quite funny, Nick, because you didn't realise at the time, but your um, streaming of the game was about three minutes ahead of mine. Yes. So, yes. And we were obviously, I was at work. He was at... Well, I was at yeah. home. I had you. Oh, I had you. Yeah. Yeah. So to I get a text. I going. So I, well, was the, the first one I got is we're stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, uh, and I'm like, I'm still hanging, watching the game, watching the game. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. I was like, let's be like a bit harsh on your own team. Like, it's just, the game's just started, and then a goal scored, <laughs> and then, and then the second one went in, and you messaged me again, and I was like. What is going on? And then the third one, I just got Kane. Yeah. And then, um, and then it dawned on me because two minutes later, he kicked the goal. Yeah. So it took, it took you a long time. It took it took me for the Liverpool game the next day for me to tell you as well. <laughs> but um, That's good. no. But anyway, I think Spurs for the majority of the game were the better team. 
I think, um, I, think uh, I think that they had their ch- Juventus had I think clear cut chances in the first half to yeah. really bury it. They had the penalty, which was such a bad challenge from Aurier. Oh, he was so bad he at that. He goes down. Oh mate, he goes down every I mean, opportunity. Moreno, sorry, Moreno. Yeah, uh, he does. He, a bit of heart in your mouth, kind of things oh, every time he goes through it. Good God, uh, a clear penalty, a stupid challenge. Like straight away yeah. and against the run of play as well. Like that was their first attack for a while. Um, gets to the penalty, smashes against the bar, and that was kind of like. Does he, um, just... Are you like um, a bit relieved that he's suspended for the next one? A little bit, yeah. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know a Tottenham supporter that, that probably isn't a little bit. Tri- like in the back of your mind, you just go... No, it's not uh, the back, it's in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Trippy is a better player. I, I, yeah. I think I've said this since like first it, 10 it games. It just kind of like... removes the, um, the debate about whether who should start. Yeah, exactly. Now, I think everyone wants Trippy to start, but... They're like, we bought him, so yeah, we, we should bought play him. him. <laughs> we, we should play him and uh, stuff like that. You probably go, oh, well, he's out. Yeah. It's, it's a good excuse, you know? Yeah, and well, so then uh, goes to half time, 2-1. Um, first of all, it's such a good half of football. I was just like, I literally at that yeah, stage... Great, I was wasn't supposed it? That's to, what the Champions League's all about. I was supposed to leave for uni and I said, I'm not going to uni today. I literally, I didn't go to uni because yeah. I, I kind of, I was just like, I have to watch this game. It was such a... It was fantastic. It was so yeah. good. It just kept me sucked in. I was just like, yep, we're going to stay. Spurs come out and they really took them. To, they took it to them. And, um, Dembele was phenomenal again. Again, he that was good, unbelievable. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Ericsson was like giving him every opportunity to score, and then he scores himself. First free kick I reckon he scored in about eighteen years. He had, yeah, like, he's been so poor at free kicks for a long time. It's, I was just had this feeling that it was going to go in, but even yeah, me too. Up, yeah, like um, and then you messaged me when they were lining up for the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I was right, <laughs> and then I watched the ball and it go in. Could have saved it. I yeah, think. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like I, you know, it's always the good reverse kind of uh, send to keep it the other way, and it is that kind of that that little bit of emotion to the wrong side that completely ruins the keeper's yep. chances. And um, great goal, you know, um, send it sends it to two all, keeps it there. Uh, happy with it, you know. It's, we're in the box seat at this stage, but it's you know, there's yep. a lot, there's a lot still to be done. Of course, you know, we can. It's a massive game the next one, isn't it? And I just think I think it can happen at Wembley. I think um, you guys are a much better team than you were last Champions League yep. uh, at Wembley, and I think uh, anything could happen. And you know, raised a question. Uh, I was listening to actual talk sport, and this and this question come up. And uh, for me, I was genuinely happy for you guys to make it through. Um, and I was and I was happy to see that uh, the team we're going to talk about next Man City won four 0 Yeah. And um, they raised a question about should you really be happy? And, then and a lot of pe- a lot of people of like calling up to winning. Yeah. Okay. And yep. then a lot of people caught up saying that you know they were pleased for English clubs. I think um, and that and uh, the guys there they they couldn't quite believe that people were saying that. Yeah. Now for me, I think. If you're just a fan of the English game, you want the like the this your like these clubs are representing English football on the world stage in the biggest clubs of Europe. Yep. For me, I want them to be, beat those teams. Obviously, except for Man United. Yeah, I I, I, I hope they lose ten nil. I hundred percent agree. This is um I I think that English football in the Champions League hasn't been has been on yeah, such it's been a real down. Poor, yeah. yeah, it's been so poor over the last few years. And like I don't want to. It sounds weird because I'm just going to say Spurs, but. Um, I think Spurs are one of those teams so far in this Champions League because they had Madrid and Dortmund in their group and yeah. they had Juventus that they're like, you know, I'm, I, I guarantee that, you know, there's going to be a, a big English team who knocks off a massive giant throughout the series. I yeah. really do. I think whether it is United, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea, City or Spurs, I think one of them are going to knock you, off. Um, would you like to see Chelsea beat Barca tomorrow? I can't. It's a big question. I, I can't it? wait for, for that game. I don't know it's who gonna I be want fantastic, to win. I, I'm so excited for that game. But um, I think that you know, a team like Spurs is, is starting to like is in an early stages of validating the English game right now because once the next round comes in and you know Liverpool are guaranteed 
uh, entry through. You think so, City, right, yeah. City guaranteed entry through. Um, you know, if Spurs, money would say Spurs will win, like get through, we'll and, say. And um, generally, like, and I'd say, I'm going to say these three clubs more than the other ones, to be honest, at the moment, Liverpool, Spurs and Man City. The one thing that's never let down is they've always been really good games. They you know are. I mean? so entertaining. Been, they're entertaining games, and it really does put English football in a good light. It gives them the attacking feel. Um, you just don't get that, I don't think, from um, Manchester United, for a say. I don't think as much Chelsea. Chelsea can be really good on their day. Yeah. And uh, as you said, I can't wait for this game either. Chelsea-Barcelona coming up tomorrow morning. Chelsea, Chelsea-Atletico was such a good game yeah. in the group stage. I, that I that was such a good one. We, we pl- the, those three teams especially play just as such an um, entertaining brand of football. It really does... Uh, make people turn around and watch them. And we'll, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, Man City taking Basel to town, really. Yeah. And the game was over in the first 20 minutes. Yeah, um, well, it was, you know, because uh, these games were playing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you've had to Spurs and Basel, um, Man City. And it was just kind of like, there was just goals galore. Like, it was 2-0 basically both ways at the same time. And yeah. I'm thinking, good God, this could get real bad. <laughs> like, who's going to score more, City or Juventus at that yep. stage? Um, yeah, good to go and playing really well. Guardiola yep. coming out afterwards and saying, like, he's you know such a barometer. He's barely played this season. Like, I don't, I don't know. He's, he's been injured. Yeah, he's barely played exact, for that reason. But, like, it's, he's coming out and saying, like, he, he's, you know, that he's been such a massive part of the club. But he's like, he hasn't been a part of the season, but basically. But there's, there's a lot of, like, players that have been injured and they've been a massive part of the club, like, behind closed doors. Maybe, but he hasn't. He's hasn't been there very long. He's only been there what two seasons now, and he's barely mm. played. Uh, yeah, he was a part of the team that got beaten by Will Grigg and, and Co. Yeah, <laughs> Will Grigg. Very FC. true. So like, yeah, and the team that got beaten by Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So it, he's a good player. Like, I, I I rate him very highly. But you know, this game I don't think validates him as highly as what I think Guardiola yeah. thinks. Um, no, silver enough. scoring. Yep. Aguero not, scoring. Aguero scoring. It's just a really nice win, isn't it? Like. Again, it's in the box seat to be comfortable the next game, isn't it? Well, these these two games we talk about this one and the next one, like this statement wins, aren't they? Like away from home, they um, you know, you're supposed to kind of a lot of teams kind of try and make sure they just don't get scored against too much and mm. trying to counter them. Like this, literally, and I you know like everyone from the fans of these two clubs going to be like, oh no, this doesn't guarantee. This guarantees them entry into next round. Oh, Abs- absolutely guarantees. I'm not even. I'm not honestly. I'm not that. Com- oh, I'm comfortable now. Five five was big. <laughs> five, like. So we'll probably move on to the next yeah, game. Yeah, we'll move we'll on here. to the next one. Uh, Liverpool-Porto. Liverpool winning five goals to nil, believe it or not, in a Champions League quarter. What is Unreal. it? Um, like round of 16, round sorry. Round of 16, yeah. Um, we literally tore them off limb by limb. Like, literally, we, it was absolutely ruthless. Um, Liverpool, um, you know, a lot of things that... One thing I've noticed that a lot of Liverpool fans weren't saying after the game was... I was more happy that we got a clean sheet. I just thought it was yeah. more important. Like, it was just as, not... Obviously not as important, but it was pretty important that we just kept solid at the back. And besides a couple of um, chances from Port early on, we looked pretty solid. I don't think you know. And they're the kind of things like if we if we was shipping goals against Porto in this game, I think to myself, what chance have we got against big clubs? Yeah. But Mane, Sale, Firmino, um, these guys. I was glad to see Mane get on the score sheet again. He was kind of falling away. Yeah, he was. And yeah. it, I just couldn't help but feel that he felt like. A little bit left out of the part, the Salah Firmino party. So for him to score a hat trick, play the way he did, played unselfish was more important for me as well. Yeah, um, I thought he was fantastic. I think um, he was really the the to- he set the tone, didn't he? And Salah, um, you know, he showed the confidence that he's been playing in lately by um, how he took his goal. He kind of you know under pre- like instead of just blasting at it to try and smash it in the net, he took his time around you know danced around the keeper kind of and put it in. Uh, Firmino's goal was good as well. Um, I think th- this 
I don't think it was a statement on the Europe. I just think it it kind of just shows that Liverpool are not going to be a pushover to these main teams. And I think um, destroying Porto five nil, and it really was. It was just kind of like men against boys kind of thing, and uh, but just absolute ruthlessness from Liverpool. And um, as I said, I didn't get too excited at, at the end of it. I, I wasn't jumping for joy at the end of the game because um, we could have drawn a lot harder opponents. Let's be honest. Yeah, but of course. Yeah. You can only play what's in front of you, and to put them away like that and just absolutely bury them was fantastic to see. It was, yeah. Um, again, yeah, Porter did have their, like, so it shows how much, like, chances are, like, how much they mean to clubs. If Porto take one of those early chances, which they did, they had a couple of chances yeah. early. Like, yeah, really, they did, and it was a little bit worrying at the start. Yeah, it was a really free-flowing game as well. It was really end-to-end kind of stuff, and you felt like goals were going to come. And uh, if Porto put away one of those, you just don't know what happens in the game. And Liverpool just shut the gate off really early. Like, you know, yeah. early into the second half, you're thinking 3-0. Let's just yeah. hold on to this and we're home. And yeah. then you're not even not on, on top of that. You just bang in a couple more just for good measure. I just think it was a classic, um, you know, in the Premier League now, clubs that are versing... Liverpool and they they they're setting out straight away going, all right. There is no how are we going to stop these three? We, let's just go real defensive and we find ourselves playing against, um, you know, a, almost park the bus kind of attitude with every second week. Yeah. Um, this it was like a team Porto that they just weren't aware of us. It's like, um, they'd never heard of Liverpool before and, and didn't know who was playing for them. And they they played out there. Obviously they played a win because they're like, yeah, at this stage of the competition, that's what you have to do, but. They they like fell for the same trick that the, all the clubs did at the start of the year, and where Liverpool were banging in five or six goals, like, you know what I mean? Like, and you know when you play an open game, uh, that's fine. You might get some chances up front, but Liverpool are going to score against you. And um, by the end of it, they by the time Porto probably realised that they probably should have you know played a lot more defensively. We'd already put four past them. Yeah, exactly. And um, as you know, I think we said this last week. I don't think Porto's played against an attack quite like Liverpool's. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a great win. Um, they'll, think, they'll get yeah. through. Like, come on, let's be. Yeah, I hope. Let's so. be realistic. Yeah, if, probably. Could you imagine? Imagine the internet because the internet's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, big. If, we didn't if, get if Porto league. would have come out and go, you know what? Let's we, and put six pastures, six pastures, and win. Yeah. And, well, they don't have to put five. Yeah, exactly. Well, the five to send it on. But Nick, uh, one thing I will say: one of Liverpool's strengths at the moment is when they score a goal. And this is for me too. I, I relax a lot more when they score. Yeah. The first one because. What that does a lot of the time is it drags teams to make them play against Liverpool, and then that's when we destroy teams. When when teams go one for one for us, we always seem to just overpower with our firepower. So um, first ball, first goal is always crucial for Liverpool, and if we score the first one, um, it normally ends pretty well for us. But if we concede, it normally sees the end for us normally. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. We'll move on, but to the last game, Mike. massive uh, game as well, course. wasn't it? Yeah, uh, this was probably the biggest. Uh, yeah, probably the biggest game in terms of star power in the uh, on the week of during the week. Sorry, uh, Madrid and PSG. Uh, yep. This was such a big deal, man. I was so like, was, I was watching this, and they're like, oh, just with intent, just to see what was going to happen. And early on, it looked like PSG. You know, they scored the first one. Yep. It was a really nice goal, and it looked like you know who knows here, yeah, like anything could happen. And yeah, Madrid just threw. They just have a way, don't they? They have a way of coming out and just finding the net. Um, Ronaldo is just Crazy. classic at this, isn't he? Like, yeah, you know, whenever, whenever it really matters, doesn't it? Exactly. And like, 
Yeah, we're not going to get into the Ronaldo Messi debate, but Ronaldo does this so often yeah. that he just he, in these critical moments, and yeah, like you know, uh, there was a penalty in there, and like yeah, like they aren't like the, the flashiest goal sometimes, but someone's got to put him in the net, yeah, and someone does, and like normally it's him, exactly, and you know, Marcelo's goal is fantastic as well. I must I must admit that was a real, yeah. uh, that was an absolute beauty. Um, you know, PSG would be absolutely fuming. They were kind of complaining that the uh, the rest were kind of a bit biased against them. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I watched it a bit. There were a few fouls that I thought were a bit sketchy, but I didn't think many of them had massive uh, implications to them. I thought the penalty was there. I had no problem with that. Um, I don't know if this is just sound great from a club who's not used to this kind of competition. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I think it's just, I feel like this was a bit of a bigger loss to PSG than it would have been to Madrid. I think PSG, this was their time to really step on Europe and make a, make a claim to be like... You know that for a while they've been claiming to be one of the biggest teams in Europe now. Obviously, vying for that number one spot. You know, generally, um, obviously the league they play in, they don't probably get the respect for the for the size of their club. They are a massive team now. Everyone kind of knows that. But um, this is the competition that they need to be winning to to really stamp their authority around Europe as the number one kind of thing because that's what they're aiming for. And they played a Madrid team that's been wounded really this year. Yep. Um, they're playing really poor in the league. And I felt that this was the day where PSG could just take strike back, get a 3-0 win and um, really start to stamp their authority on Europe. And then Madrid come out and probably put a really big dagger in the PSG art, I think, in terms of... Obviously, this tie's not over, but in terms of, um, you know, they could... Like, PSG would have gone out there playing to destroy Madrid, I reckon, and it kind of backfired. It's such a massive result. Like, uh, you know, the best part is, and, you know, this fixture is such a big one. Same with the Chelsea Barcelona, um, because one massive team is guaranteed to go. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's good for us too. Yeah. Whether that is the Champions League, uh, the reigning Champions League champions, uh, or it is the new guys who I think a lot of people would have predicted as the favourites. Yeah. One of them are going. And I see right now you look at, you know, PSG have done it um, at home. They're very tough to beat there. They have put a lot of good teams to the sword there. You know, it's just away from home. They actually have a bit of trouble. You know, we don't need to go back to the Barcelona game, but like, you know, they they have put, they put them to the sword. That's the reason why Barcelona had to come back from, you know, Suarez had to dive all over over the shop to try and get those penalties. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, great result for Madrid. Who's your actual prediction to get through this one? Got the one away goal, so 2-0 sort of win gets oh, him there. It's too close to call, to be honest. It, it, like The game's open. Madrid are obviously in the box seat, but... That, that, that third goal really hurts. Like, yeah, if that, it, it, it really does, If it was 2-1, yeah. I would go PSG yeah. in the driver's seat. Right now, it's so 50-50. Um, you know, that first half, PSG are going to be and, so and nervous. Definitely if Madrid score the first. It'd be just about game over, won't it? Yeah, like, it'll, it'll, it'll be very it difficult. 100% will be. And... Uh, you know, it's it's just such a I think a blow to the whole PSG um, product. You know, if they go out in the round to Madrid, um, and definitely if they lose convincingly, that's their worst fear probably. It, um, the whole product that they're trying to raise as PSG is one of the biggest clubs in Europe will will go down in flames this year because you know they can win the the French league by hundred points, but no one really cares. You know, and, and this is the competition as I said before. So. This is a massive game for them at their home ground, and I think for their for their club namesake, they need to win this one. It is, it's absolutely huge. But for them. you can't you can't pick it, can you? Still, imagine, yeah, like imagine signing, you know, making the biggest signing ever World of football, and oh. the way they did it too, and who they signed it off, like 
Um, obviously, we're talking about Neymar here, but like, and he was poor. He was really poor during this game. Yeah, he was not good at all. And, Do you uh, think he's going to be a man that you know for the big? He's going to struggle in these big games. He's going to be targeted. He's not, he, well, he's not going to have the competition during the year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who Who was the biggest team he's played against before? Um, Madrid in this game, probably someone in the group stages of the Champions League. Yeah, probably. You know, yeah. when you know it, when he was at Barcelona, he still had to play against Madrid. He had to play against um, Atletico, um, a couple of other teams. They're still a lot stronger than the French teams. Yeah. Um, so, you know, his challenging games probably went from about seven or eight to play two. And yeah. when you come against quality opposition, you can't just go an extra year when you've been used to playing. You know, when you're used to driving in first gear, and then you have to turn up the fifth. You know, it's it's pretty hard, I think. It is. It's it's a, it's a tough one. And um, what we'll do, but Mickey, uh, yep. we'll, we'll have a break. We'll come back. We're going to preview all of the next week. Oh, tomorrow, sorry, Champions League games. There are so many good ones to go through. Facebook's finest, and we're going to look ahead at the Premier League on this week. And uh, we're back with. Uh the favourite segment segment of the show, uh, Facebook's finest, where we uh, take a little laugh at the internet trolls over in the around the world, really. And uh, this is our chance to get them back, Nick. Yes, um, yeah, we always. I, I still don't know why we call Facebook's finest. We go through all all uh, social media outlets. We do, but uh, I like the name. Still, it has a nice yeah, ring to it. So too. yeah, and you came up with it, so we're not allowed to get rid of it. Apparently, yes. Uh, my first one, Mickey. It comes from the Sun Football. Um, you know what I, I, you know what I hate, and this is just a general grub. I hate clickbait articles. You yes. know, you know those yep, ones. Yep, you get yep. so many football clickbait articles. Uh, this one, the title says, "Proof." This is after their win against Porto. Proof that Liverpool are certain to win the Champions League this oh, season. And uh, there was the article basically said that the last time, Come they, on. last time they won, uh, they beat a Portuguese team. They won the Champions League. And they were set. That was Is that it. it. Yeah, that was it. Last time they beat a champ- Portuguese team in the champion in the Champions League group stages or like in the knockouts, they won the whole thing. And that was that was the article. And I had to click on it, and I I, I just thought this is ridiculous. No, yeah, oh. it was just stupid, Mickey. This is Nick, what I got to deal Liverpool with. Liverpool kit, the orange one, it's starting to warm on me. It's starting to warm me as well. It does get oh, a bit I bright. I actually might buy it. It gets bright. It's a, it's a bit I'll get too bright sometimes. Like you could wear it the workforce, like you know, as a tradie, you probably get away with the high vis Liverpool. Yeah, too. maybe. Um, but yeah, that's not too bad. It's not a terrible idea. Uh, what else you got, Mickey? Uh, Nick. So the first one I got is um, by someone called Pog VB or V three maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. The point of the story is he's tweeted Mourinho sold Salah, De Bruyne, and Lukaku. Two out of these turned into world beaters. He decided to spend seventy five million on the one who turned into a donkey. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Uh, Vicky, did you hear about the uh, the game with nine red cards throughout the no, week? No, I didn't tell me about there it. There was a game I'm pretty I think it was in Brazil or some some fucking some country and uh scored a penalty. Uh, went around, don't know, must have said something a bit interesting to the goalkeeper, but it basically it led to uh, six red cards being given Jesus at that Christ. time. Um, then a seventh red card was given to one team, and then two red cards were given to the other team. The match was abandoned at one all because you can't have five people sent off for your team. Oh and the my match god, was abandoned. And that Wait, well, country. I'm gonna, I think it was Brazil. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look at that. I'll look at that. I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll give you time for that. But... You can. You can go on to your next one, Mickey. So, Nick, um, I'd like to point out one of my friends on this week's episode, uh, Dean Snow, and. Um, the the status was uh, Liverpool versus Porto predictions. This is on Football Down Under. Uh, it's a Patreon, you know, obviously Australians. Yep. Um, and one of my friends commented, and he genuinely believed this. This is the worst part. Ooh, he the worst believed ones. it enough to put 50 bucks on it, Nick. Yep. Um, 
Porto 2-1. Chuck 50 on Porto at $3. Liverpool lost away at Swansea recently, so surely Porto could beat them at home. No, logic. It's, it's logic, isn't it? <laughs> Good on you. Good on you, Dean. And, uh, Dean. Did he get his snowy? <laughs> did he cash out at one stage when they were four 0 up? <laughs> uh, don't know. I don't know. Not too sure about. Yeah. yeah. After the first three minutes, when they hadn't conceded yet. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, in terms of the, the nine red card game. It was a shocking girl brawl breaks out in the Brazilian soccer derby. Abandoned after nine red cards. Crazy. Uh, Bavi and um, I'm going to say Vitoria was the other team. Okay. So, uh, Mickey, this is what we're going to deal with. This is the, all the shit that goes on. Um. Al Paju, uh, there was a you know, big thing going on with the players in the, who stole the taxi. Yes, um, Nick. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, the players are Johnny Evans, Gareth Barry, and Jake Livermore, um, and Boaz Hill. They stole a taxi at 5.30 in the morning at McDonald's. Have you ever done Barcelona. that? Have you ever done that, Mickey? Not a ta- I stole a scooter. Yeah, a scooter. on Saturday night. You stole a scooter on Saturday night. I didn't really night. steal it. It was on the street. You stole I was, it. I was pretty blind. You stole it. I was walking home. You, you fought your mind. I, was I woke up. I didn't even remember really. And then I woke up with a scooter in my room. Felt, felt like a bandito. <laughs> and felt like a bandito. <laughs> well, Al Pardew has said that the four players who stole the taxi will never play for West Brom again. Surely not. Since then, another eight players have come forward and said that they were in the back as well. Did they really? <laughs> I dig it. Because I don't want to play, Mickey. Oh, I get it. Yeah, jeez. Well, running on this joke, um, it did come up as an article and... Um, uh, Steo or Steo Emmett commented, West Brom should try stealing three points, otherwise they'd be getting a taxi to the championship. <laughs> not, not bad. Uh, my last one, Mickey, comes from Wigan Athletic. Their Twitter. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Go follow. Give them a follow. Roses are red. Wigan is blue. Will Griggs on fire. Your quadruple is too. Ooh. <laughs> oh, nice little shot. Nice little shot there. I'm sure Man City are still feeling the effects. Uh, Nico, one last one for me. It's not a not a great one, but <laughs> I wonder if you can pick the odd one out in this one. And um, it was Sunday, the twenty fifth of February, is an absolute footballing feast. Yes, and it was reported. These are the games: PSG versus Marseille, Woo. Sevilla versus Atletico Madrid, Woo. Roma versus AC Milan, Woo. Arsenal versus Man City, Woo. Manchester United versus Chelsea, Woo. all on the same day here, and Tottenham versus Palace. <laughs> that, did I actually have that? That there? was a headlining one. I just said that last. That is ridiculous. Palace versus Tottenham. It is the headlining one. Mickey, that's what you're going to post on our page. Make sure we get the Tottenham. Every Tottenham game needs to be the headlining one. Uh, have, no thanks. Might have been a Spurs Liverpool, Liverpool ones. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, Mickey. But we'll get the we'll get a preview um, tomorrow's games and the ne- and the next day's games. Of course. Um, let's start with the big one. Let's start with the one that everyone's very very excited for: Chelsea versus Barcelona. Um, Chelsea do have a good record against Barcelona. They Messi's do. never scored against them, so there is there is that. Um, yep. This is like you know we talk we've talked about already uh, yo how English teams are really kind of asserting themselves into European football and kind of yep. making themselves a bigger deal than what they once were at least over the last few years. Um, how big is this game in context of that? You know, Chelsea it's, they're playing pretty, at home. It's pretty funny you say that actually because Antonio Conte during the week was very um, very keen to put Chelsea in the underdog situation. He, he was he, um, be, yeah. he was saying you know Barca's attack is amazing and and pretty much saying that they should win. So, and it's a tactic used, you know, he's not the only person to use that to, to kind of full, foolproof his um, side um, and, you know, a little bit kind of, you know, making excuses in case they do lose. But I think this is going to be a fantastic game. I think Eden Hazard is going to be a player that's probably going to look at one of these games and go, I'm going to put myself in the shot window, to be honest. Yeah, I think this there is are reports of, already that um, Madrid are going to make a $100 million bet plus Gareth Bale. Which is huge. Huge money. 
and and, 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 a, and a broken player and a broken player. But um, I think for someone like Eden Hazard, this is kind of the game where he can stamp himself um, on the world stage as being a genuine world class player. I, I think of times with Gareth Bale against Mykon against Inter Milan. Yeah, kind of a similar situation. Oh, I think. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what I mean? Like where they really just kind of made themselves a, a household name, not only in England but around the world. So I think something like this would be he'll relish this, and I think you'll. You'll get a very good if he's played in position. You'll you'll get a very good game from him. Um, I think Barcelona um, obviously they can't play with Coutinho, cup tied. Yep, uh, which is perfect. I hope the guy rots in hell. Um, <laughs> you change your mind on him. You you were kind of like best op, best wishes like you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I I go through stages. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's it's a grieving process. It is. I know. Yeah, you got five six six stages of grief or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. So um, no, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a draw. Um, but Chelsea you know, need to win this. They do need, to, they do need to win, through. but I th- you know you could or also see Barcelona just tear him to shreds. You yeah, know? of course. But I could I could see it happening both ways. Um, Barcelona aren't impenetrable at this stage. Like yeah. they're on, they're not as good as what they were a couple of years back. And um, yeah, yeah I, but they're doing pretty well this season. Oh, of course. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. like twenty points up. Of course, but they're going to go against the, they're going against a big yeah. team now. Like and and, and you know the, a lot of these teams are taking these uh, English teams. For you know, they're not expecting as much as what they're getting, and you still look at the results from this last week, and um, maybe you know, unfortunately for Chelsea, there might be a bit of a warning for Barcelona that maybe these clubs are a bit stronger than they last remembered. So anything could happen, but I think Nick, um, what are your predictions? I think Barcelona two one. I'm going to say Chelsea three one. Um, oh, that's big call. Yeah, I'm going to give him. A, I'm going to give every chance. I even though Conte has, uh, um, you know, said that you know, building in his own little safety net in case they do lose. Yep. But yeah, they classic. have to win this. They they literally yeah, they, like, they have any chance. They're season, not going. Yeah. They're not going over there and getting anything out of it if they if they're already down. Like yeah, they and, need and, something and it kind to play of and for. it kind of makes you wonder like what's the point of being there if you're not going to go into these games trying to win it? Exactly. And they're playing. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, they're a big team. Chelsea are a big yeah. team. They keep telling me they're a big team. They're so one of the biggest clubs in Europe. They have to. Yeah. So. So, um, yeah, Bayern Munich versus uh, Beskis. I think Beskis are a little bit of a dark horse in in regards okay. of the personnel they've got at their club. I think you look at Negredo, um, they've got Pepe, they've got a couple of other players there that they, they've got some genuine players that, you know, Pepe's won the won the thing about three or four times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, they've got a lot of players that, not past it, but kind of find themselves out there. Um, and I think they're a better club than what a lot of people think, and I think they might give Bayern um, a little bit of run for their money. Chris, Chris Mera is a great player for them. He's very quick, yep. very good on the ball. He'll cause Munich trouble, but obviously Bayern Munich's Bayern Munich, and um, you know they'll be looking to get get the three points here. And but you know I just can't help feeling they're an aging team. Do you? Um, yeah, I was gonna, uh, my my next question could kind of be about that. Bayern have been aging for a while. They're obviously still a fantastic unit. Um, do you think they're kind of flying under the radar a little bit, considering they are still one of the best teams in Europe and like a lot of people have picked them to win this whole thing. Like all, all the buzz has been on, you know, Madrid, Barcelona, PSG, and then at least for us, the English teams, because yeah. there's a lot of them in there. Do you think Bayern are kind of just kind of, you know, floating down there, kind of going yeah, about their business? Yeah, kind of going about their business. I think they'll, they'll be a little bit more noticed when they, if they make it through to the next round and um, you know you, you think of Ribery you think of Robin and you think those guys are in their 30s now and I think Lewandowski you know he's one of the best strikers in the world so um, I think Munich are going to rely a lot on experience they have to <laughs> yeah they have to and I think um, they've got um, Javis Rodriguez yep. there and he's starting to find some form uh, you know so you know 
they can pull out a massive result. They could go out and pump Beskis 4 for you know, tomorrow, and you wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, the defence is so hard to get through. They, they have one on and, paper. Uh, Botan, Alabama as well. Oh, my goodness, mate. Yeah, it's, 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 I nearly got that wrong. And Nura as, as a goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah regarded as probably one of the best, if one, not the best. Yeah, on, on par with De Gea as the yeah. best goalkeeper in the yeah. world, we'd say. Um, yeah, they are so hard to get through. I, I expect them to win this one quite comfortably. Um, they're very good at home. They're very yeah, tough they to are. beat. They're and they're very good. They've been like that for years. They have this kind of Liverpool mentality where they can just pile on like they can yeah. if they score one they can score four and 15 minutes and yep. really just destroy a game and uh, I expect them to win 4-0 yeah no um, I, I think that like as much as I, I said Beskis have a chance I still think that Bayern might win 2-0 I think they should win. I think Sevilla, man, United is the most intriguing game for me because Sevilla, as you know, especially when you're just you're just a Premier League fan and all that, they fly under the radar big time. Like they are, they're good players like Ben Yedda um, and Zonzi. You know, these are good, good, good players. And um, I think they got. Do they have Nolito back? Do they have? Um, I have to check that out. Actually, do they have him back? Well, they got Correa still. Um, Correa still still a good player. Yeah. yeah. Gee, they do have a decent team. Yeah. They really do have a decent team, and it does fly under the radar. And as a Liverpool supporter, I hate them with a passion. They always they the the one team that always seem to get a result against us. Yeah, they are. Um, Europa League. Um, every time we played them, um, when we played them in the Champions League in the group stage, where they, they were three 0 up at halftime, we still couldn't beat them. Um, they're going to give Man United an absolute run for their money, and they're a team that can sneak through that park bus kind of setup. Um, yeah. You know, as I mentioned before, Ben Yedder is a real creative player. Um, and he he's gonna be he's gonna be very hard to stop. And I I feel that if Marino does the defensive tactics against Sevilla, um, they will find the gap. They will find a way to break through. And once Sevilla go up, um, it turns the whole game on its head, and and they can really find Man United not in trouble. I would love for Sevilla to beat Man United just in principle. Yeah, but I think they generally can with this fixture. It is they are, but at the same time, I don't want them to play Liverpool. <laughs> they are very, uh, they're a very well drilled team, Sevilla. So they they have that going for them. Um, they're not having the best season in La Liga, but of course, you know, you don't really need to have a great season in La Liga to do well in the Champions League. You exactly know? right. So, you know, you think of Liverpool when they won it, they didn't even finish top four that year. Didn't they? That's crazy. Uh, crazy. That's, that's, mental, that's They started the. Um, if you win the competition, you stay in the next year, no yeah. matter what. So after, yeah, when Liverpool won that thing, they didn't make the top four. And they, the kind of the thing was, how does the team that wins it not get to play in it the next year? And that's what started it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Liverpool changing history, Mickey. That's what they do. As, as what they do, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a two-all draw here. Um, I want the Sevilla to win really badly because if there's any team in... You know, that I want to see knocked out. I just Man, want to see United. I think go. most people think that. Yeah, like I even though I could, you know, a lot of people say, why don't you think Chelsea? But I don't know, something about you yeah, know, Chelsea, Chelsea Bars is just a great game. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care who wins as long as it's exciting. Uh, moving on to the last Shout one. Shout out Doskas versus Romanik. Yes. Um, yeah. Roma, Roma pretty heavy favourites on this one, you'd say? Yeah, the Ukrainian team are not bad, but um, they've got some good players. Um, another team that might fly under the radar a little bit. But I think Roma is flying under the radar too. They're really. Pretty well drilled outfit, you know. Ed and Jacko up front. Um, they've got a couple of ex Premier League players. Shino- oh, I can't even say Shinetsky or whatever his name is. Shinetsky. Shinetsky for Shinetsky. the goalkeeper. Um, Nine Golan's a quality play for them. They've got Milan Panic. Oh no, he's at Juventus now. Sorry, yeah, I'll take is, that yeah. back. But uh, in saying that, they, they're still you know a quality team and. Um, El Sharo still Yeah, El Sharo. Really well. He's starting to fall. He, he's such a yo-yo, isn't he, El Like He's such a good FIFA buyer. That's that's how I got onto him so long ago. And like He's got so much potential, but he like he has moments of absolute brilliance and he just, you know, sometimes he doesn't, you know. But um, 
They should get the result here, I think. They should, yeah. Um, it's funny, you know, saying about flying under the radar, I actually forgot Roma were even still in. and well, They destroyed Chelsea. Yeah, uh, that's exactly it. And, you know, we talk about and these teams that, if unless you're uh, if you're just a Premier League fan, that's it. You probably don't think too much of them. They're, again, another really well-drilled team. They're doing quite well in their league. Um, they've been getting good results all throughout. They they have every uh, ability to come up. Like, I would be very worried coming up against Roma next round if, uh, if, oh, yeah, if Spurs were to. Um yeah, uh, to be fair, I'd, happy, I'd be happy with anyone. Um, if we can get through, that'd be fantastic. Roma, Roma are currently third in the league right now. They are a fair way away from the top two. But uh, Napoli's still on top, which is very exciting. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I would, um, I'm going to pick with a Roma win. I'm going to say 2-0. 2-0, two nil. Two nil? yeah, I'll, I'll probably go 1-0 Roma. Perfect. Mickey Kennedy? Let's uh, roll into week 28, Nick. Week 28. We did make predictions last week, but uh, we might as well. I'm going to... Let's do it again, Mickey. Cause nah, because I'll, I'll get them wrong and it'll be weird. <laughs> just stick to the ones we got, I reckon. We got, okay, so I, wanna, I just want to talk about quickly. Um, we got the ones we've got. Uh, so I want to just go through a couple of big games. Um, United-Chelsea. I, I want to, uh, in terms of everything right now, um, with especially with Champions League coming over in the next couple of days... Um, how big are these Champions League results in turn um, coincide with the game that they're playing? As in what? Is there a game that they should prioritise? Should, yes. They, they've got to use this. Well, unfortunately for Chelsea, they've got their squad depth. But um, they, these are the games that where they borrow these world-class players that sit on the bench half the time. Yeah. really have to come to play. I think of like... Drink, drink water and that they those kind of players are going to have a huge part to play um i think you know they've got to they've got to be equally as priority to, unfortunately and it's just a shame that these two teams have that had to play this week yeah you know what i mean yeah. uh, obviously united had the the fa cup run so they they're playing the same with chelsea but um you know i guess this is what the the big teams have to deal with and this is football sometimes that they're going to have big games and big dilemmas um, it's just about which one they're going to commit to more. And I think for for me and you as a Tottenham and Liverpool supporter, this is perfect. Yeah, uh, same I with I think it same really falls into our hand. Same yeah. with Arsenal City, such You're, a big one. Yeah, well, Arsenal to... can just go all guns blazing, can't they? Yeah. And City are lucky in the fact that they played last week. Uh, they played the Champions League last week. Yeah. So um, I think it's, it's not half as bad as them. But, you know, the only thing I will say, United and Chelsea, they're in the same boat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're literally playing each other, and they're both playing this week. One, uh, one more question before we get out of yep. here, Mickey. Um, I'm just looking, like I was looking throughout the week, the next five fixtures for the what I call the big six teams. Yep. Are uh, currently so City. We don't really need to worry about too much because they're they're yeah, on top. They're not, they're not going anywhere. Uh, United. They have to play Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City in the next five. Crazy. And, and when I look at the uh, who's got the best fixtures, it would be Spurs, Liverpool, and Arsenal who only have to play one of the big six, and realistically, the other four are very winnable. Very crazy, isn't it, the fact that, um, you know, United have been the, the number two team all year, but, you know, now that you say that, with three games they could potentially lose, they could find themselves, like, at an arsenal position very quickly. Well, even like Chelsea, Chelsea have to go to bo- um, go to Manchester two weeks in a row, away from home. That's huge. If they drop yeah. six points there, yeah, it's massive. tell you what, like, you know, all, all of a sudden they're well down in the spot. Is it for Tottenham's and Liverpool's for the taking? Tell you what, big chance. Like, I, Who has City got just in City just in, in the next five? They yeah. have. It they seems have, like they've got some tough. They tough do. They have yeah. Arsenal, Chelsea, Stoke, Everton, and Man United. Yeah, okay. But, uh, like, other than that, like, Chelsea, you know, they have those two and they have Spurs at home. 
Um, so they're three t- games that they're, they're going to be pretty tough. Spurs only have Chelsea um, away, which is their only tough one on the next five. Liverpool only have United away. Well, Liverpool have played Tottenham twice, Arsenal twice, City twice. Have you played Chelsea twice? No, I don't think so. No, that's probably Actually, one. no, we have, have we? Have you? I can't move. No, I don't think we've played Stanford Bridge. I don't think we drew with them. We played yeah. him in Anfield. I think that was the first time. Yeah, so you, you only got one more big game to go. I know we have to play City again. No, we're going to play United too. Oh, yeah, United and them, yeah. So two, yeah. two big ones. But United aren't a big game. United are a small club. Don't you worry about that. Well, I think we could beat them in Old Trafford, in all honesty. It depends. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Neil all there. Yeah, they'll park the bus. They'll park the bus and nothing will happen. Yeah. yeah, fine. That just sounds like a, a token Man United thing to do. But, Mickey, of course, great episode as always. It is. Uh, if you are a fan, uh, give us a like on Facebook. Comment um, your... Th- your um, sorry. Comment your feedback. Yes, and, uh, of course. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah, well, um, probably not. Uh, if it's if it's negative, we'll probably just cry a little bit, but that's okay. I'll, I'll definitely cry. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to the Total 90 Premier League podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kennedy, take us out. A couple of massive weeks coming up, definitely for the top six clubs, so make sure you tune in and uh, listen to all the, the feedback that we give. Champions League, FA Cup, Caribou, Premier League, there's so much football to talk Crazy. about, and it's going to be the best season in the Premier League because we're going to take you every step of the way through it. 